dark black one on Twitter uh, coming to you live <laughs> from July 5 Los Angeles, California where earthquakes happen yeah I had an earthquake it was an earthquake yesterday oh uh, man I was like damn it just seemed like one of the, like, like a long earthquake like it went on for 40 seconds almost but uh could have been just in my mind I just grabbed my baby I'm like oh man but nothing can't really happen I'm in a one story house so <laughs> but um yeah man I wanted to speak today about what you can learn from this Kawhi Leonard situation if you don't follow basketball every time around the 4th of July there's this like free agency sweepstakes um, usually happens July 1st but they moved it back to they moved it back to uh, June 30th so now there's a little wiggle room I guess but um, pretty much from Sunday all the way up until t today and possibly tomorrow there's this big uh, question as far as where will this, this NBA free agent, Kawhi Leonard, go? If you don't follow basketball, Kawhi Leonard is a um, he's an NBA star right now. He's an NBA superstar because he started a, he started off his career in a small small town, um, you know, uh, San Antonio. He he was a part of a team that won a championship. He won Finals MVP. Uh, he started to really step up his game. Uh, and season after season, he was balling, but he had an injury in San Antonio. And one of the teammates was speaking about him disparagingly, <clears throat> which, was, was a, which was a sucker move. Um, and he says, well, I had an injury kind of worse than his, and I played through it. So... I don't see why he's he the, the the teammate made it seem as if Kawhi Leonard, the free agent in question that everybody's waiting to sign right now, was malingering or faking an an injury. And <clears throat> sorry for my voice, I, I got like a minor cold. I had like a soft cold like this past week. It hasn't it hasn't reached uh, like the. I think I'm, I'm already finished with it. Like, but anyhow, um, Kawhi Leonard's teammate just throws him under the bus. And right then and there, he decides, look, I don't want to be in San Antonio anymore. I want to leave because uh, obviously this is a dialogue going on while I'm kind of taking my time off and trying to recuperate and recover from this injury. Many people had their different takes on it. <clears throat> so around this time last year, he made the trade request. He says, he says, look, I, I want out. And matter of fact, I want to go to the biggest team. I want to go to the Los Angeles Lakers. This is before LeBron James signed with the Lakers. <clears throat> this is before because Last year, LeBron James was a, was a big free agent. Now Kawhi Leonard 
is the big question because he says, I want to get traded to the Lakers, but another team swoops in, offers San Antonio uh, a, a pretty good deal. I don't think the deal was better than what the Los Angeles Lakers could have gave, but we're within the same, we play within the same conference. So I don't, they, they weren't going to give us any kind of deal. So Kawhi Leonard goes to, to the Toronto Raptors, a team in Canada. And he's, oh, he's seen as a one year rental. Uh, it worked out perfectly. They go against the they go against the world beaters, aka Golden State Warriors. Um, Golden State Warriors. They have some injuries. Steph Curry isn't quite Steph Curry, and that's it. Um, but I think the Toronto Raptors were out. I mean, I think the Golden State Warriors were out coached. And I think they were outplayed. Simply, the Toronto Raptors was playing better basketball. And Kawhi Leonard was, was the face of that team. He pretty much carried that team. He even hit a buzzer beater in a game seven against <laughs> a pretty damn good uh, team on the East Coast called the, the Philadelphia 76ers. So he was just, he was taking, he was taking teams out. He was taking out the super team and the 76ers he was taking out the MVP Giannis and the Kupo and then he took out Steph Curry and I mean you know some could argue it was injuries that, that took that uh, were the reason but Kawhi Leonard played out of his mind so now he's highly sought after and people want to know hey man what, what is he going to do but the reason I made this video, I mean this uh, this podcast, is because look at the way people act. It shows you, especially white men, and I'm speaking specifically about Skip Bayless. Look how much um, control and agency they want over the black body. This is what it's all about. This is something I did not understand. Uh, 10, fit, uh, 10, what was it, 2010? Uh, no, about nine years ago. Nine years ago, I didn't understand this. <clears throat> when when LeBron James had, it, had his, uh, when he went and he did the big three, this is something I understood less about Kevin Durant when Kevin Durant went to the Golden State Warriors, which was about three or four years ago. So I'm seeing this effect. This happens every, I will say every two or three years, depending on the free agent that's available in the summer. And every time this happens, <clears throat> uh, I sound like Doc Rivers. Every time this happens, you have these white men who push out this narrative that this is where this player should go. This is where that player should go. And really what it is, is it's about that 
I need that control over the black body, man. Because Kawhi Leonard is quiet. He's quiet. He doesn't he doesn't say anything. He doesn't he's not he's like I'm not saying he's Marshawn Lynch, but he's quieter. He's more quiet than Marshawn Lynch. Like you don't know his political stance on anything. You don't know you don't know anything about Kawhi Leonard. I don't know anything about him. Like I, I've told you all of this stuff about him, but I still don't know who he is as a person. I know his background. I studied that, you know, he he had a father that he lost around around uh, the time he was in high school. His father got gunned down at a car wash. And, and, you know, his father owned a car wash and, and his father got gunned down at that car wash. And Kawhi Leonard has been like a mysterious person. You can't figure him out. You don't know. Um, so, after all, he signed to, you know, he was signed to Jordan for, for a shoot contract. He left Jordan and he went to New Balance. So, he's just a very strange, odd peculiar person so he's not the type of person that has a strong opinion where a white man would be should be like oh I don't like Kawhi Leonard or da, 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 da. but look we in the system of white supremacy and one thing I'm, I'm like why is this guy has so much vitriol towards Kawhi Leonard it's, it's like obviously something personal and it goes back to San Antonio. You know, why this guy didn't want to stay on the plantation. He, does, he doesn't even um, show this guy respect by saying his name. He says, oh, yeah, he's just, he's number two. You know, his jersey number. He's number two. He's, he's, he's this and he's that. And he just, like, speaks really bad about this guy. And I'm like, I'm like, wow. You know, and it's, it's, it's problematic because... The whole reason why we're in this situation, why we're even talking about this, is this, is this, is because white men have this thing where they think that you have to be tough, you have to be hard, you got to be like some goddamn marine when you're out there on a um, basketball court or you're out there on a football field, and they they kind of have this thing where. Black men, they believe that black men have a higher pain threshold. Kobe Bryant was notorious. I mean, he was known for this. Like, his thing was, I'm going to play through pain. I'm going to play through injuries. I'm going to play through all of that. That makes me tough. A lot of cats in the 80s, Isaiah Thomas. Uh, I remember um, Allen Iverson was kind of known for that. Like, he'll play with a broken collarbone, broken this, broken that. A lot of football players in the 90s and early 2000s were known to be playing with injuries. So they have this thing where, oh, yeah, you know, this player played through this injury. Why can't you? Or this guy's injury was worse. So a lot of them kind of have this thing where it goes back to slavery, um, that the slave has this high pain threshold. All right, like black women, they, they, they have more pain tolerance than a white woman. So we don't have to give them anesthesia when we do some kind of gynecology work. You can read medical apartheid if you don't know what the hell I'm talking about. 
by Harriet A. Washington. Great book. So, this, this whole notion that, like, man, he was supposed to stay with us because he was supposed to play through an injury. And now that he decided that he wanted to leave my plantation and go somewhere else and he wants to exercise autonomy, I don't like this nigger. You know, he he's doing too much. <clears throat> That's what it's really all about. And if you're not careful as a black person, you can get caught up in that. I got caught up in that. I was like, man, I hate, I hate LeBron. How the hell is he going to leave Cleveland? He's a grown-ass man. He could go wherever the fuck he want to go. I got caught up in getting all upset with Kevin Durant going to the Golden State Warriors. He's a grown man. He could go wherever he wants to go. He could play wherever the hell he wants to play. You know, wherever he wants to play. And I got caught up. I, I, I got to admit, yeah, you know, I was wrong for getting caught up in uh, where this player plays and where this player doesn't. So even if Kawhi Leonard doesn't go to the Lakers and he decides, I want to go to the Clippers, hey, so be it, man. You know, I ain't going to have no hate in my heart for this dude. Because, man, you know, it's like we get caught up in that. We get caught up in that because these white sportcasters, these guys that come on um, ESPN, Fox Sports News, their thing is, hey, this guy is this. and They're trying to build a narrative to make players a villain. Because I remember that. LeBron James went to the Miami Heat and he instantly became a, a villain. So they started marketing him as a villain. He embraced that. But, you know, I was wrong to kind of look at LeBron like a villain because he went to the Miami Heat. You know, in hindsight, that was foolish. You know, if you... if. <laughs> We look at players like slaves, right? And if you look at slavery, slavery has nothing to do about money amounts or anything like that. You got to go to the uh, dictionary and read the definition of what slavery is. And that's what that's what these uh, that's what these athletes are. They're forty million dollar slaves, right? They, they're they're out there. They're not supposed to have any political opinion. They're not supposed to have any kind of uh, any kind of anything. These guys are supposed to just shut up. They're supposed to play basketball. They're not supposed to have any kind of say so about anything, right? And, and if you're not careful, you kind of fall into that. You kind of fall into that stuff where you start to believe that hey, you know, this player should should join my team and. You know, this player, this is where his body is supposed to be. Like, you want control over this person's body, where they go, where, they, where they're supposed to be. And, you know, that's that's pretty much what I had to say. It's like, if you don't understand what I'm talking about, you should read um, $40 Million Slays by William Roden. Um, he does a great podcast called I believe uh, what is that called no, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have it verbatim but uh, William wrote it man he wrote a great book called uh, Million Dollar Slaves and if you're not careful you can let these white men dictate how you feel about these black men who are out here trying to make money 
trying to uh, carve out their own path. So that's what this uh, this whole Kawhi Leonard situation could teach you. And I'm out.